you're continually giving information to people that they actually want, then over time, they're going to almost feel like they need to reciprocate the favor when they do want to start. Guilt is my middle name. <laughs> it's not guilt, but it's, it's guilt. just like, it's just that's how people think. And and just think about it, not even in the context of real estate, but in anything else. If somebody gives you something of value, it, it's natural for you to feel like you need to give something back to them. Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt pivot and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. Welcome to another episode of Level Up. My name's Katie and I'm here with Daniel. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm so good. <laughs> and today we are talking about how to start your career and what types of lead gen activities you should be doing to get the business. Yeah, so let's just uh, have a little bit of an idea session here. I think it's one of the things we talk about with everybody in in our brokerage it's what we hear the most from any agent who's a, a vet or new but getting business is one of those things that is important <laughs> well i mean it's it's what drives it's what drives whether you're going to be successful or not is the ability to get new customers to get started especially but when you hit a rut if you don't have some systems and some different approaches in place and ideas to give yourself a kickstart you can really Stall. You can. That was a bunch of car analogies. Kickstarting and stall. I think that a lot of people, again, and we talk about this quite a bit in our past episodes, but just the idea of being all things to all people and trying to branch out as much as possible to get the business. And a lot of times that can backfire on you. And the idea of having more of a focused strategy is really important, especially when you're starting out. Yeah. And and I think there's a distinction between getting good leads and just having a list of names. A lot of people are really focused on, do I get leads? Where do I get the leads? Mm -hmm. A lot of places promise leads or third-party companies. And that's okay because we, you know, we've talked about the different types of agents that are out there. But if you're going to actually turn it into business and convert it into things that fit your strategy and your focus, it has to be at a minimum, something that you've been setting out to acquire and something that fits the plan you've set for yourself um, rather than just names on a page. Like, so that's really not what we're talking about necessarily. Um, ultimately, every lead starts as a name on the page, but you want the right names and the right information that'll allow you to push your business forward and start a relationship off rather than everything being a cold call. Right. And depending on how you want to run your business, if online leads and those cold leads are something that you want to work with, then that's that's totally fine. But I think for a lot of people, it's about the connections that you already have coming into the business. And whether you've had a past job or you've got, you know, everybody's got friends and family. Um, and I think a lot of people are nervous about using those contacts or those connections as ways to try to get business. They kind of equate it to that sleazy salesperson. But I think we've really got to switch our mentality in terms of how we approach those people and bringing them value is something that is a good way to start out. Yeah, I think that that mentality is 
that's step one here for everybody. It's you're not you, your job is sales in general, but your value prop is not selling. It's you're a professional who has a knowledge base and resources that you can offer people that when you put it into that context, especially with friends and family, which I guess is the first thing we're talking about here, like that's the best place to start, right? A hundred percent. That's a very different approach with people. If you're coming at them that way as uh, an advisor who cares about the people in your life Mm -hmm. and you've got this skill set that happens to be your new profession or your current profession and you want people to know that they're able to exploit that and leverage it for their benefit as well because everybody needs that sort of service or knows somebody who does at some point. Exactly. So in terms of some tactical tips on how to get started with your current connections, I would definitely recommend putting all of those people into your database, whether you start out with an Excel spreadsheet or you have a CRM that you want to start using, putting those people in and starting new conversations with them is a great way to get started. And I think it's obviously it's an exciting thing that you've just gotten into this business and you want to share that with people. So I would definitely start by sending out a message to each and every one of those people and letting them know, hey, I'm in the business now. I'm really excited to get started. And if you ever have any questions, whether it's just, you know, a quick, you want to know the sale of a place down the street or whatever it is, just let me know. And I'm happy to provide you that information. Uh, And if you're doing it on a one-by-one basis, which you should, Mm -hmm. you can personalize the tone and the context of those messages to fit the relationship you're talking about, right? So if it's a friend that you talk with a certain way or people you've got inside jokes with or family who you know are in certain situations that your service could be applicable, you know, adjust the messages accordingly in a way that would be how you would normally relate to these people, right? It's not a rigid... Hello, I'm now with 123 Realty and I would love your business, right? right? It's not that. Mm-hmm. It's, hey, Dave, you know, you know, how we were joking about that place down the street that had that sign last month and we were really saying, wow, I wonder how much that went for. Well, guess what? Now I'm able to get that info, right? Or, yeah. or whatever the message is. Um, so use that to your advantage. And then like we've talked about before, It's also about the course of normal conversation and relationships you have with these people where it's not just about setting and forgetting one note that goes out to everybody and hoping that somebody takes the bait. Right. It's also not necessarily about putting everyone in your friends and family list on a monthly newsletter. It's about making it part of your identity. And in the normal course of conversation, we talk about this all the time, you don't now start conversations with your friends with let's talk about real estate. Mm-hmm. Or if you're talking to somebody or, or meeting new people, it's not about real estate. It's about leveraging an existing conversation and leveraging the way that you relate to people already to just naturally transition into things where it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. And just understanding that that's part of who you are and, and a tool that's in your tool belt that normally has a lot of opportunity to come out yeah. in most conversations, in most contexts whether it's as simple as somebody you're catching up with and everybody's saying, hey, what do you do now? Mm -hmm. If you open a conversation with somebody inquiring about them, it's only natural that at some point they're going to inquire about you. A hundred percent, yeah. We've always talked about real estate as one of those subjects. Yeah. That just starts conversation. Yeah, definitely. So 
having those conversations, using, again, I go back to the CRM, but like if you can start out by using a CRM religiously and also using the tag function um, in whatever, however, even in an Excel spreadsheet, like if you're talking to people and you know some of your contacts are, are condo owners or they live in a certain area or they've got, you know, pets or whatever it is, but having those tags can really be beneficial because when, let's say, a market report comes out about the condo market that's really important for people to in the condo that own condos to know about, then you can easily filter those through those people and send them that piece of information that is probably a really valuable piece. And it seems more um, personalized because it actually directly impacts them versus like an overall, like here's the market report for the entire GTA. That's not going to be really important to a lot of people. People want to know what's happening specific as it relates to what the, what's going on in their lives or what's going on with them. They sure do. They do. Sorry, was that just like a quick answer where I didn't build on it with one of my rants? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think of like tactical. I really want it to be more tactical for people because I yeah, think, well, yeah, yeah like okay. I think people, they, they just want to know like, okay, what are the steps I need to get started? Right. Okay. So I, I'll, I'll kind of close the loop on friends and family and more of a generic conversation, business building manner. And then we can talk about some of the other ideas we've implemented or suggested to people. And, and a lot of this is also going to depend, as we've talked about before, on the establishment of what you want your business to be mm-hmm. also, right? So in our OTB 100 and in our business planning, we always talk about establishing your focus first and starting to get a feel for who you're after. And when you're talking about not being all things to all people and not having a generic message, you want to be able to establish what's it you're trying to accomplish because that'll help give um, direction to what the tactics are that you put into place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're talking to people, just as a rule of thumb, it's about not turning everything into real estate. But when you talk about CRM and you talk about keeping kind of notes on people and what's happening, it's about making mental notes and in a lot of cases, physical real notes yeah. about the stuff that you're hearing. Right. And it's not to use it in every conversation every time, but it's to build an inventory of knowledge on the people you're talking to. Yeah. Because that gives you um, not just something to go back on and bring up in the future that shows people you were listening. And this goes not just for friends and family. This is every conversation you have. Um, But it gives you a reason to go back to people as well. When there's people who ask you questions it's sometimes a good thing to not have the answer at that moment in time because it gives you a reason to say, I'm going to circle back with you and let's continue this conversation, right? It gives you, you know, it turns cold leads into warm leads and warm leads into hot leads. Um, But you also want to be equipped with the answers to some of these questions as well. It's a healthy balance of asking questions, gathering knowledge, and using that which you can address now effectively and then keeping a couple of breadcrumbs for later that will feed future conversations or just build the relationship down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So tracking those conversations, as you said, even though it's not directly related to real estate is really important because that can be used to start a new conversation down the line. Also, I think a lot of people come into this and I, I have found that a lot of contacts or connections that people have. And when you bring up, oh, I just got into real estate 
a lot of people like have this protection mechanism in place where, you know, they don't want to be, they're afraid they're going to get sold. So they refer to the fact that they have a real estate agent or they know somebody that they'd work with just to make it seem like, you know, I don't want to be sold. Like I've already, I've got it covered. I've got the information I need. But that quickly turns when you continue conversations with that person and not necessarily directly related to real estate or like that sales approach, but as you have conversations and that person that they said is their realtor who isn't following up with them, like that loyalty quickly can change. And I've seen this happen for myself and I've seen this happen for our own agents that work in our brokerage. And they're surprised because they they like, oh, they don't want to talk to me. They've got their own agent. I won't even bother. Um, but then that like something can happen with that other agent and quickly you can become their advisor you know, so I think it's important to recognize that every person in your connection list can be or can become a, a, a somebody you work with down the line. And, and you need the the understanding that this is literally not an overnight process. Absolutely. It's, it's yeah. not a right now. If they don't say yes on day one, they're dead mm-hmm. to me. It's the yeah. opposite of that. Right. Yeah. And what we always talk about is providing value and earning like we talked a couple of weeks ago with Julian about about sales psychology and earning trust is the number one thing. You've already got trust conceivably of your friends and family. That's the part you don't need to earn. You need to retain it and build on that by leveraging, you know, not being a sleazeball because you're not one, right? It's if you're just saying things like, hey, I've noticed this. Like, I know you've got an agent. I'm sure you're hearing that. But like, wow, it's crazy out there. I I hope Mm -hmm. things have like, if you're getting into things that, you're staying aware of this stuff or, you know, creating resources for people or just putting things out there with no expectation of business. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that earns people's trust because you're not doing it from a hire me, hire me, hire me. You're almost doing it from a, hey, if you've got someone else, that's great. And I'm sure they're giving you something similar, which they're not, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, use this. You know, like we talked yesterday with our team about working with buyers and some of the stuff that we provide before we even have their business. Like even when we're just pitching people or the first conversation, we give them a pile of information that's just about the process and the things to look out for and the frequently asked questions. And it is part of our pitch to work with us, but it's there as a resource they can use with whoever they're going to end up with. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, if they do choose to go with somebody else, whether it's, you know, family or, or whatever, a lot of them end up using our resources and keeping in mind, you know, the good help they got from the person who wasn't a sleazeball. Yeah. And well, it's that it's that abundance mindset. Right. And that's something we spoke with Julian yeah. about. Like, I've, I've definitely changed since talking to him, like just change my mentality. Like, you know, if somebody wants a deal and I'm not willing to give that to them, like I know there's more opportunities, more listings down the line that I don't have to considerably discount my commission to a point where I'm uncomfortable. So it's th- when you think in that abundance mindset you're just going to keep giving value and it's going to come back to you. And it's the power of reciprocation too. If Mm -hmm. you're continually giving information to people that they actually want, then over time they're going to almost feel like they need to reciprocate the favor when they do want to start. Guilt is my middle name. (laughs) It's not guilt, but it's it's just like, it's just that's how people think. And, And just think about it, not even in the context of real estate, but in anything else. If somebody gives you something of value, 
it, it's natural for you to feel like you need to give something back to them. Yeah. So, and, and I'm not trying to say play mind games with people, but it's just, that's how, that's how people operate. Well, it's, it's when you couple that with the top of mind approach of being there regularly as a voice that they've most recently heard and it was valuable. Yeah. Then, you know, you're the one that they're thinking about. And even people who have other agents, mm-hmm. if they don't have an A++ experience, when somebody calls them and says, hey, who's your agent? It is very likely that they'll say, well, I've got an agent, but you know what? You might want to give this one a try because mm-hmm. like I haven't worked with, with Katie before, but she really is focused on like, I really like the approach. So maybe interview them both or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like all we're looking for when you're getting new business is a chance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So and, and one great way to provide value to people I find is like a quarterly or however often you want to do it, but quarterly is helpful market report for their specific immediate area. So if you get their address and you do a search like of the sales in the last three months within, let's say, a one kilometer radius, depending on where they live. But I find if you do that and send it off every quarter to them, just to keep them updated on what's going on in their immediate neighborhood, that is something that they really look forward to and something that you can do immediately with people when you start getting into this business. Yeah. There's few people out there who won't want that. And mm-hmm. and it's a little bit different. Well, it's it's actually it's very different from that standard postcard that everyone's getting every week that says, here's what's sold in your area. Like right. that's that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But- yeah. If you can really drill down into things that provide a little bit more than just here's like factual numbers and here's a little bit of an analysis or here's the way things have been moving mm-hmm. um, and an invitation to talk more. Yeah. It's, you know, it's something that people are going to over time take up. And again, you're not expecting anybody to do anything right now. Right. You're just making this part of your system as you're doing all of your other activities where all these wheels are turning. You've disciplined yourself to do it. Mm-hmm. It's meant to keep the funnel full and to keep the funnel relevant as well. Right. Because I think yeah. people fill their funnel and then forget about it. Like yeah. they're like, hey, I got all these names. Great. They're there. Yeah. Let's wait for them to come and contact me, which isn't how it works. So moving on from your current contacts and past relationships, I think there's a few other things that we can talk about. Um, One being, uh, one thing that I find like, when you're working in your immediate neighborhood, it, it's so much more convenient. Um, and when you're first starting out, like cons- taking, putting consideration into focusing on your community can be a really great way to quickly get into the business and educate yourself on like very, like the trends of what's going on in, in a particular market. And one thing that I've found helpful in the past is we see in the GTA especially, um, but you probably see it if you're in a market outside of the GTA, there's a lot of out-of-town agents or agents that are probably like maybe 45 minutes, an hour outside of your community that are listing properties within your community. And when you see that, what I would recommend you do is you reach out to that agent and you say, hey, I just noticed you listed this property at 123 Main Street. I actually live down the street and if you ever run into an issue where you need to have, you know, you, you'd like me to cover a showing, if you have a buyer that, or if you have a lead that comes, like realtor.ca that comes in that would like to see it, I'd be more than happy to to help you out and um, 
and show that property to that person. Why, why do people say more than happy? I'd be happy. No, no, I'm not knocking you. It's, I, it's, know, I say it too. It's just like, what is more than happy? I'd be like be thrilled. thrilled. I'd yeah. be on the bloody moon. Yeah. And, and it's happened before where one of those agents has sent me a realtor.ca lead and just say, here, this person wants to see it. Because honestly, a lot of times, especially when listing agents are super busy, they don't have time for those realtor.ca leads because sometimes those people might take a little bit longer time. And if that's not the property for them, but they're focused in on that area, that listing agent isn't going to be interested in continuing to the search process in that immediate area. So it, it's kind of a win-win and it might not happen all the time, but putting out those messages every time you see it, you never know it's going to come back to you. There's more ways to leverage those too. Because when you're dealing with your community, let's say, you know, the, the age old, can I advertise your listing, mm-hmm. which we do all the time. If so, like most agents are going to say, obviously, yes, go yeah. ahead and advertise it. Make a point once a week of finding a unit or an area or a a listing in your area. Go Mm -hmm. there, book a showing, do a 30 second video or whatever, or take some pictures and put out an ad. Yeah. Right. Put out something that says or put out a story on your social media. This doesn't have to cost you money. Yeah. Right. That just says, hey, this is on the market now Mm -hmm. and it's in your area. So you know all about it. And if anybody wants to see it or wants more information, let me know. Right. It, It gives you content which is great, but it also gives you relevant real estate call to action for people that shows you're active um, and hopefully will bring in any response that you get from anybody Mm -hmm. is a lead, right? Whether it's somebody who's looking now, whether it's just somebody to add to your database, that's the point of building these things. It's in the right context and it's in your niche in your area. Mm -hmm. So the same way you could do showings for the agent, you can advertise their listings, um, and that I think we can all agree is an endless stream of content that's available. I don't care what area you're in. Yeah. There's a new listing at least every week, if not several a day. Yeah. And as opposed to making those generic, just listed posts, I would recommend really giving some narrative as to who this home is for. Is it for the first time home buyer? Is it for somebody that's looking to upsize from their current home? There's all homes are more suited or better suited for a typical buyer and if you can really put the call to action out that captures those people's attention you're going to get more response because those are the people that are that are gonna be like oh okay this is perfect for first-time home buyer i'm a first-time home buyer so let's let's look at this property i would argue you you would also get the attention of those who it's not for Maybe, because you've, yeah. you've gone yeah to the You've shown people this is perfect for, you know, a young professional couple, maybe with a kid or whatever. If you reach someone who it isn't for, but the pictures or the area got them interested, Mm -hmm. then they're going to say, wow, okay, that's not for me, but I should call this person and see what there is. Like end it off by saying, you know, you know, this is such a beautiful home. It's for these types of people or somebody like that. If this is you, great. If not, there's so many more out in the area. I'd be happy to talk to you about the other stuff that's here, especially when it's not your own listing. For sure. Right? Like advertise everything. That's kind of, that's the fun of being in our position. Like that's why all this is available to us. The information we have, I think for too long has been treated as we're the ones who give people sale prices. Mm -hmm. But turn it around and say, we're the ones who have access to not just what's out there, but the story behind it. Like Mm -hmm. you're saying, who it's for, what else is out there. And we can access all of it Mm -hmm. and give you the same narrative so that you're not sitting at home 
flipping through whatever website you use, trying to find the things and sending 15 matches, wondering what makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Facebook Marketplace is also a great place to advertise, like a listing that you want to advertise, whether I find it works better for rental properties. But even if you want to advertise a a really great property in your community or in your niche, um, you can get leads that way. They might not necessarily turn, like they're very cold leads, but it's a great way to practice and refine how you're approaching each person through the messages so that you can continue conversations. And it's it's kind of like a testing, like testing things out and, and trying different scripts out. I find it's a really helpful, helpful thing. It sure is. I'm staring at uh, my uncomfortableness with our, our microphone. We're using Katie's phone today for, for recording and the screen's black and I'm hoping this is recording because I'm used to seeing the recording happening. So if you hear my voice right now, that's good. If not, we just recorded 20 minutes, 20 minutes of blank space. I hope that's not true. Um, but we can keep talking. I'm just sorry. Oh, yeah, we're going. <laughs> no, I, I saw it like blank completely. I'm like, oh, crap. Well, that's what I was talking about. I'm not used to seeing a blank screen. So All right. We are nervous. here. Sorry. I'm so anal about this microphone. I just took it back from her because I need to like aim it at people because I'm anal. That's me. All you. Nothing. I got nothing. She's not feeling it now. <laughs> so there's any any of these reasons. We talked about Facebook Marketplace. I mean, when you're talking about community, we've talked before about things like Nextdoor. Um, which which is, is an app, like a Facebook community type app. Not Facebook directly, but it's a community Facebook I didn't know if you were going to talk about yes, that. Yes, I was okay. about to explain it. Oh, sorry. That, I thought that you were was, just going to say like next door and then move on. No, that was my next sentence. I'm okay. the talker. I'm the one who goes too deep into I know, stuff. I don't leave things at a bullet point. All right, all right. Keep going. Sorry. So next door, which we've talked about before, which Katie just explained what it is. Uh, <laughs> in fewer words than probably you all take. Well, you just thought I was going to use no words. <laughs> anyway, go check it out. Next door. <laughs> It's basically for your own community, and it is a very focused community app where people can share ideas, they can share resources, but you can be one of, if not the expert in the area as it relates to real estate. But again, use it as a way to build community. Use any of these things as an opportunity the same way, you know, if you, pre-COVID, a lot of this approach was getting involved in community events you know, meeting people, setting up events, things like that. This is a way to do it. If there's ways to leverage online platforms, just be the resource people can use. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Getting your name out there. It's important. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that we can, we can touch upon, but those were the main things that I, I wanted to. I mean, there's a million, th there's no wrong answer, except when you do things that are out of what your focus is, yeah. right? Like it's about making contact with people. Yeah. And anybody who comes to us and says, I want leads or I don't know how to get leads, mm -hmm. you need to be comfortable interacting with people. Like yeah. the point of getting leads and building business is having relationships. Yeah. So you're not going to have those if you're not comfortable making relationships with people. Yeah. And what good is a list of 100 names and phone numbers if, first of all, they're in no way related to what it is you're looking to do or they're mm -hmm. not tied to your strategy but also if you don't know what to say to them. Yeah. Right? If you're calling everybody with a script, you are one of those sleazy salespeople. And mm -hmm. you might not be that, but that's what people are hearing. Mm -hmm. If there's an automated message of, 
hi, I'm with XYZ Realty. Are yeah. you planning to sell your home? Yeah, but on the flip side, I think also letting people know you're in real estate, like it's not your problem how people react to that and for you sharing that information. Because there's going to be people that are going to back away because they're concerned that you're going to try to start selling them. And you know yourself that that's not what you're trying to do. You're just trying to, you know, give them information. I mean, ultimately, that is trying to what you're trying to do. But I mean, you're trying to give them information. You're you're looking to continue to build a relationship, and you're not going to be one of those people that um, that is like a, a hard nosed salesperson that just comes around when they're looking to buy or sell. Um, but people react to that sometimes, and I, I don't think that should be a reason for you to back away from your current contacts because you're afraid that that's how people will react. Uh, no, I, I agree. And you you should not ever care about what people are going to think. However, your confidence level, and if right now you're feeling a little bit unsure about doing it because of that, mm -hmm. you'll be more confident in your message and you'll care less about what their response is if you do it in an organized and planned and focused way. Yeah. Right. And this is this is not to take away, like, again, don't misinterpret this. We talk all the time about the different types of agents if door knocking or cold calling is your thing that's not a bad thing yeah. but i would still say rather than just knocking on doors with a generic robotic message do it for a reason do it with something that you have yeah, with you 100%. so that the message at least to you is providing value right not everyone's going to see it as value I like when my doorbell rings, I hide under a table, right? <laughs> and you you could be, you know, publisher's clearinghouse with a hundred million dollars and I'm never gonna know. Yeah. Right. But for those people who open their door, a lot of them are happy to talk. Mm -hmm. And even if they're unsure, your message is gonna determine where those conversations go and whether it becomes something or not. Yeah. So yeah, exactly the idea is being confident in what you're doing and why you're doing it. It's the intent, which is the other part of that abundance detachment intent. Mm -hmm. Make sure that people know why you're doing what you're doing. And it's not just because oh. you want names on a page. Right. And and your intent, like know personally what your intent is. And and most people, it's a, it's to provide the value. And as long as you know that, how people react um you shouldn't worry about so much. Easier said than done. Um, but one more tactical thing that I would advise people getting into this business to do is to um, partner with two different sets of groups. Number one, like the main people that will help somebody in a real estate transaction. So real estate lawyer, lawyer, home inspector, home inspector, find your people and maybe for a mortgage, like if you have a mortgage broker, like a newer mortgage broker who doesn't necessarily have realtor contacts, like if you could use leverage that as like, you know, referrals back and forth, that would be something that's really valuable. But also when you're doing videos or market updates or wanting to give people information, if you've got a well-rounded um, message that combines the perspectives of these different um, experts, I think that that's a really great way to get your message out there and get you more comfortable putting those messages out because you've got somebody else you're doing video with. So that's number one. And then number two is if like a lot of you guys have developed relationships with other realtors that are going through the uh, education program. And a lot of those people aren't in your immediate area. They might be um, in other towns and other cities. And 
Referrals from other agents is a really great way to build your business. And so if you develop those relationships ahead of time and down the line, when you know somebody is looking in a certain area, you know who to refer them to and you're confident because you know that they're a really great agent. So the referral part, I think, is something that you should really leverage. I feel like this is like the lightning round. People waited a half an hour to get all the answers now from us. So you just gave a few new ideas. I'm going to add one more, which is kind of generic. But know and brainstorm the questions people ask that aren't just that, what's my house worth? Mm -hmm. And consider ways to answer those questions before they're asked again with the opportunity to add value for people before they're your client, right? So you talked about resources and people who could help with other parts of the process. Maybe there's questions about, like we've done things like winter checklists. We've done things like home reno, costs, stuff like that. Investment guides. Investment guides, you know, market reports on on financing, like stuff like that. Whatever it is, being able to either in one place have a bunch of answers that people can get from you or just continually putting out there kind of one new resource every week or month or whatever that just people can draw from that gives you another talking port point with frequently asked questions. It's our job to answer these questions, right? So start showing people that you do your job all the time just as part of your day-to-day life and that you've got this knowledge Because the stuff that they're going to need in their search is specific to once they bring you on. But prior to that, there's just general knowledge people want. So show them, (laughs) wow, that was the weirdest thing. It's been a while since I've had like a throat hiccup. I feel like I had a frog in my throat last episode. Now you've got, I don't know. I don't know what that was. I don't know how that came. (laughs) I'm slowly dying. I hope not. I guess we're all slowly dying, aren't we? That was dark. That was very dark. Anyway, all right. On that totally dark note, unless you've got anything else, I'm going to go and like find some medication or something. (laughs) No, that is all we have. I mean, just keep putting yourself out there and know that this isn't going to be an immediate return on your time investment of reaching out to people. But you will look back in three or six months time if you've been consistent at this and you'll be like, damn, they were right. Shit, son. (laughs) They really knew what they were talking about. You will have more people. It's you gonna, will have more people. Yeah, if, if as long as you're consistent and keep putting yourself out there, keep having, I mean, the number one thing that I think we get wrapped up in when you first start out in this business is like the image, the content. You need to be more focused on having conversations with people every single day. And if you're doing that, if you're having three or five conversations a day, I guarantee you in three or six months time, you're going to have business. I feel like you're yelling at me. No, I'm just like, you know, because like it's the same. It's a very similar pattern that people have. And I get frustrated when people, and it's it's natural. And I still get caught in this where you just want to be like, okay, I just want to keep putting messages out there and putting things out there. And, you know, yes, it's valuable, but this isn't the way you're going to, necessarily get business. That's like a byproduct, but I think the way you're going to get immediate and quicker business is you have to talk to people. Yep. However that makes you, however you're comfortable doing that, talk to people, build relationships, and then the business will follow. Right. Stay consistent. You're not, you're not going to do anything overnight. Some, I mean, we've seen, we've seen, what are you laughing at? I just like, I thought we were done. No, well, it's just what we have. Well, you kept going. I tried to end it. That was my mic drop moment. That's it. 
we were supposed to say talk to people all right talk to people we'll talk (laughs) next week about more stuff because the dog is handing us things right now while we talk so goodbye to all of you have a good day go get business take care Level up, 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 level up,